0: Good morning, good morning, everyone. Uh, This is Kimberly Jones, and I am so happy to be back here at WAIGO talking to you all. You know, it's been, I was looking through my notes, and it's been about a year since I was on the air, and I was thinking about bringing back the broadcast, and I was speaking to my grandfather, who is a retired pastor, he'll be 89 next week, and I was talking to him about the broadcast, and he said, I knew that he had been on the radio, and he started telling me about his experience, and the things he used to do down here in Atlanta because we're from the D.C. area. And he told me that he was on another station, but that he was on W.I.G.O. and he was one of the first, if not the first minister to come on the station back in the early 70s before I was born. And so I thought that that was a good indication that I should bring it back. So he gave me some tips on uh, how to do the show and some things that I should be aiming for. And so I hope to be back better than ever Now I know that right now everyone is dealing with some stressful times. I know it's a little stressful and crazy if I'm perfectly honest in my house dealing with the coronavirus and it you know could be negative it could it could be stressful but you know the name of the show is Halo and we talk about letting your light shine and so I wanted to talk about some good things that have come out of this experience. Of course it's overwhelmingly bad when we have people who are losing their lives and people who are getting sick. But I wanted to talk for a minute today about some of the good things that are coming out. And in fact, we're going to have a guest on our show, Brooke Peak, who is a marketing marketing director from Butler, Wooten and Peak, one of the top law firms in, in Georgia, and in fact, in this country, and they're going to be talking about some of the great work that they're doing. But before we get into, uh, get into that and have her on, I wanted to talk about some of the good things that I have seen that have come out of this, not so much dealing with the coronavirus, but more so dealing with the shelter in place. So the first thing that I feel like has been a good thing is the opportunity to spend more time with our family. Now, if you're like me, you probably have a busy life. You have so much things to do, so many places to be, and you often feel like you don't get enough time to spend with your family. But one of the offshoots of this shelter-in-place has been the opportunity to spend more time with my children, spend more time with my husband, and even spend more time with my mom, who's local and uh, who comes over and, and for social distance visits. Now, When I think about spending time with my family, I think about the old saying that says, be careful what you pray for. Because I always said how I didn't have enough. I wanted to spend more time with my children. And now I get to spend essentially 24 hours a day with them, including my six-year-old who stays in the bed with me every night. He doesn't start off in the bed, but when I wake up, he's in there. And then with homeschooling and having to teach him because he's in kindergarten, he can't maneuver everything on his own. So we wake up, have breakfast, homeschool have a little play time. And when it's time to go to bed, he's right there. So it's been a blessing. But I, like I say, you be careful what you uh, ask for. The other good thing that I have noticed, another good thing that I have noticed is less commute time. A lot of people are having to work from home, or just having to be out on the roads less. And so I know that's another thing that people ask for all the time is that they, especially in the Atlanta area where we have so much traffic, I live on the south side of the city and I have a a joke. It's a joke, but I actually mean it, that I only go to Buckhead between 10 and 2 because of the traffic. But with, you know, everything that's going on with the shelter in place, if you do have to go to work or if you have had to go to work, I'm sure you are experiencing a less, a far shorter commute time. So I feel like that is a great benefit having shorter commutes, or even when I have to run out to the grocery store, I can get to the grocery store so much more quickly than I could before. So that's a good thing. Another good thing is that I'm finding that people are cooking more. People are cooking more and eating out less. And So actually another byproduct of that is people are saving money. I know a lot of people's incomes have been cut and, and, and that's very unfortunate, but I think a good thing is the opportunity for us to, cook more at home which hopefully means healthier meals again another opportunity to spend time with your family another time to be creative and another time to just kind of slow down so I know I have been cooking more and I'm looking forward today I have some wings that I have been brining overnight and I'm going to put them on the grill today and you know we're going to spend some time in the backyard and have a good meal another thing that I have noticed is that People are walking more. When I go around in my neighborhood, I look out the window and I see people who are actually taking walks, walking their dogs or just walking by themselves. And it's something that I don't see a lot. And so I I really feel like that's a good a good thing that's coming out of the sheltering place when people can't get out and get around as much and you're limited of where you can go. We actually are fortunate in that we live relatively close to the belt line and the belt line has been open throughout the shelter in place. But we live on the newer section of the belt line. So it's actually quiet because it hasn't been paved yet. And so I do see people walking there. But I also people see people walking down the streets. I saw a woman taking a walk this morning. I saw my neighbor walking around uh, this morning. So I'm really happy to see people out getting more exercise and getting fresh air and driving their cars less. Now, I I said four good things, and I meant to say I was going to say five. So the fifth thing, which I think is a byproduct of the walking, is less pollution, less pollution. If you follow the news at all, you will have seen that. Talking about how we have so much less pollution, how pollution has decreased in the cities that have had the highest pollution. Now, Atlanta in the U.S. has one of the highest rates of pollution in the country. And that's because we have so many cars on the road. We talk about the traffic, but all of that traffic results in more pollution. And so the pollution has decreased rapidly. And even more so in Asian countries, because we think we have a lot of pollution. That's a point I was making. We think we have a lot of pollution here, but some of the Asian countries are way beyond what we experience because they don't have the same regulations in place. And I was reading in the New York Times that One of the countries, one of the cities in Asia with the highest rate of pollution has experienced a 60% decrease in air pollution. So we always say that God works in mysterious ways. And I do think that one of the things that is coming out of this is the focus that we need to place on the earth and our care for the earth and our need to stop driving as much and stop messing up our planet. So those are five good things that I have seen that have come out of this shelter in place. Opportunity to spend more time with the family, less time driving and commuting, more uh, home cooked meals, more people walking and getting fresh air, and less pollution. So, I encourage you to kind of think about some of the positive aspects that have come out of this shelter in place because I know that it can be stressful and overwhelming to be stuck in the house. And um, some people are, have gotten cabin fever. George is supposed to open up completely tomorrow, and I've already noticed more people on the roads. But let's at least try to take some of these good habits that we've developed out of the shelter in place with us after everything opens back up. So uh, with that, I will add that another thing that I have noticed is, which I think is a great thing, is that there are more people who are actually reaching out into their communities, people who are doing great things for their communities, people who are helping those who have less and so with that I want to bring on our guest for today who is a a good friend of mine her name is Brooke Peak. she's a marketing director of Butler Wooten and Peak, which is a premier law firm in the country and I want her to talk about some of the things that they are doing at their firm to help people. Brooke?
1: Good morning how are you?
0: Good how are you?
1: I'm good I've um, enjoyed listening to watching Keeping Up With Judah. If you know, I have two um, six-year-olds as well and a 10-year-old active son and a 12-year-old. So we have four kids at home being homeschooled. So I love to reiterate your thoughts on focus on the family and even some days the days get long, as you know, but we won't ever get this time back that we have together.
0: That's, so. that's true. And honestly, the other day when I heard that Governor Kemp was opening up the state, I felt a little sad and said, oh, no, this time is going to be over. And as stressful as it is, like you're saying, we're never, ever going to have this opportunity again.
1: And you realize how many different directions that you're pulled in day to day just to have the force. I, I feel like it's been a huge reset button for the country to just really go back and focus on what's important and what we can do to simplify our lives.
0: I. And- I couldn't agree more. I mean, you guys actually do well. I remember, you know, I talked to, to your husband and he talked about one of the things he talked about was how even though work is busy, it, it's about focusing on the priorities, which are for you all as your family. But, you yeah. I'll, I'll have also started this new program, which, you know, I want you to talk about. Is Butler-Wooten, well, you call it WP Cares, which is W... -W
1: BWP Cares, Mm -hmm. and we intentionally left the law firm's name out of it because how it initially started was with the law firm's backing financially for Atlanta, Savannah, and Columbus. And I went to the partners and said, you know, it's hard to feel at home, be at home sheltered in and feeling like you can't do anything when we have so many... People day in and day out who are going out to risk their lives to keep everybody else safe.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, I went to them and I said, would you all give me X number of dollars to provide meals to some of our healthcare workers? And I knew um, Columbus that I could find a contact. I reached out on Facebook and um, for Savannah to find a contact of who would deliver meals. And the second condition was that it was locally owned restaurant and who would deliver the meals. And in Atlanta, I've happened upon somebody because a friend of mine used to be an ER nurse at St. Joe's, and she hooked me up with Henry's Bakery and Deli. I called and spoke to the owner, Anthony. He is doing a fabulous thing in Atlanta, where if you buy a hundred meals, he donates fifty on top of your hundred. So I was like, "That's done deal. We're going to use him." And then I realized that there was nobody in Columbus. Um, that was doing the meal coordination. So I went back to the partners, and I said, this has kind of grown overnight, and I, there's a need here. So fast forward, we started, um, our first meals were sent April 4th, and tomorrow, one month, statewide, we'll have sent 15,000, almost 15,000 meals to our healthcare workers, anybody within the hospital, from lab the pharmacy to the COVID unit, ICU, ER, down to EVS, which is the housekeeping because they're putting their lives on the line just as much as the people signing people in at the front desk because you never, you know, at the testing site, we've reached out to fire departments, police departments, department of public health testing sites. It's grown and grown and grown, which has been wonderful. Um, We've started a Facebook group, and it's called DWP Cares, and that's grown, and um, we've applied early on for nonprofit status with the IRS, and I'm sure that they've been overwhelmed and working on a um, smaller, scaled-back staff. So all of the donations will be retroactive, assuming that, that is, um, the nonprofit status
0: is approved. Well, I'm sure it will be, but I love the fact that you said you didn't want to put the firm's name in it and you just used a. Uh, BWP. Why did you decide to do that? You know, I feel
1: like um, really we didn't want it to be focused on the law firm. We just wanted, because I've actually gotten a call one night at about 930 from a number I didn't recognize. And um, because I send a sign that says, your meal was provided by BWP Cares. Please text the picture back, and it has my cell phone number so that I can show it to the donors um, how their dollars are at work and I got a call a little after nine, and a lady said, oh, I must have had the wrong number. And I said, oh, who were you trying to reach? And she said, I was just wondering what BWT stood for. And she said, we just got a meal. And I said, oh, that's just BWT Cares, and we just want to show you all our love and support. And since there are no visitors allowed in the hospital, this is the way we can do it. And it's also been huge because we've been able to support all locally owned restaurants who are struggling huge. So it's been a win-win for everybody. The um, pictures that I get and I post our Facebook page just have been, I mean, the, the impact, I get a fraction of the one that of the meals that we send, but it just brings chills to you just uh, giving somebody a little ray of sunshine, little hope in their darkness when, you know, they're struggling because they have the same struggles that we do. You know, they could be homeschooling, staying away, have, having to stay away from family and elderly parents that they really can't care for, but they're still risking their lives to go out and keep the rest of
0: us safe. Absolutely. And it's such a wonderful thing that you're doing, and I love that you just came up with this idea and ran with it, and I hear you saying that it's almost up to 15,000. I feel like I looked at the Facebook page just a few days ago, and it was at just over yeah. 10,000, so it is really growing exponentially.
1: It's grown huge, and our um, we have checks that can be mailed to the law firm, to BWP Cares, or Venmo seems to be the um, fastest way for people these days, and it, you just Venmo at BWP Cares, and if you want the donation to go to Atlanta, Savannah, Columbus, or we've even had um, a donation go several donations go to Macon and Lagrange, so we can coordinate. You just need to designate on the Venmo where you would like your payment to go.
0: Wonderful and it's
1: been, it's is,
0: been great. That's wonderful. And if what if if there's a restaurant owner or something who wants to be involved, should they just reach out to you at the Facebook? They page? can
1: reach out to me as well. Um, B r o o k e at ButlerWooten.com, and the only condition on that is we've got to have um they've got to be locally owned because you know that was my promise on the donations and i know even the huge corporations are struggling but these mom and pop places you know we just need to they're gonna hopefully they're gonna all bounce back but i think they need our love and support more than anybody right now
0: Absolutely. You know, I have a, a cousin, she's not local, she's in New Jersey, but she's a registered nurse. And you know, New Jersey is a hot spot. And she was just saying how difficult it is. And she has five kids. But you know, she's working full time. She's just saying how difficult and actually, even my sister in law is not a um, well, she's in the healthcare field, but she's a microbiologist at Northside Hospital. And when, mm-hmm. she, when I speak to her, she just says, I don't even want to talk about talk about it because it's so stressful and, and for
1: th- everybody in, within the hospital, are overwhelmed i mean you know if you go back to the housekeeping they're in their cleaning mm-hmm. what everybody else doesn't even want to go near i mean it's everybody's feeling the stress the labs the pharmacies the outdoor testing sites um and we i mean i get messages that say thank you so much for the meal without that meal i would not have eaten today Because they're so busy and so overwhelmed, so we—I've really been very careful. You know, I'm frugal, Kimberly. (laughs) You tease me, but I have—I've treated that the donations just how I would my own money. And if I'm feeding 150 people, I have to find something a little more expensive than if I'm feeding 10 people. I mean, I've really tried to stretch the money as long as I as we can, because you know, with things opening back up this week. Prayers that the numbers go down, but nobody knows.
0: Absolutely. So I just
1: want to be able to continue to show our love and support. And the only way I can, which is from home, you know, since nobody can really get out and do things.
0: Well, I love what you're doing. I appreciate what you're doing. And I do always uh, tease Brooke about being frugal. And she, she can stretch a dollar, even though she and her family are blessed tremendously. I love the fact that she... Uh, does manage money well, so I can guarantee if you make a donation that your dollars will be put to very good use.
1: And just please designate on the Venmo if you'd like it for what city you would like your donation to go to, and I can assure you that's exactly where it will
0: go. Wonderful. Well, Brooke, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for the work at BW Cares, and we will be in touch soon. Perfect. Thank you, Kimberly. All right, take care. Have a nice day. You too. Bye-bye. Bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul makes its boast in the Lord. Let the humble hear and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. Look to him and be radiant so your faces shall never be ashamed. The poor soul cried and was heard by the Lord and was saved from every. Trouble. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and delivers them. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Happy are those who take refuge in him. I'm reading from the Psalms. And I just wanted to close today with a quick message called Don't Miss Your Rainbow. Don't miss your rainbow. You know, I've been struggling over these weeks with preaching the good news during this time of shelter in place and coronavirus I've asked myself, how can we encourage people to look on the bright side in the face of job loss, economic struggle, sickness and death? And in fact, I felt like at times it can be a little insensitive. But what I've come to realize over the past few weeks is that we must make the hard choice to recognize the wonders of the creator, even in the midst of a pandemic some people might say that it's easy to say that when you haven't been directly impacted but like many of you I have been impacted by this coronavirus a very dear friend came close to death and her recovery was was touching go but praise God she's home and, and 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 recovering and in fact one of my favorite church mothers who suffers from dementia tested positive for the uh, coronavirus and to date she's been asymptomatic but there's concern from her daughter about her mental health because she's being forced to stay in isolation and I think that if you're just living you see the impacts of this you know having to stay home, having to wear a mask, having to wear a latex glove walking around not sure of who may be sick, worrying about being sick but you know, in the midst of it all, I know it can make us anxious and, and fearful. And as as we bunker down at home, cautious to keep the outside world, and I beg you to be careful, I still want to remind you not to miss your rainbow. Don't miss your rainbow. When I was a little girl, I loved Sesame Street, and my mother would buy me the albums and the cassette tapes. And there was this one song called, I Nearly Missed a Rainbow. And the song said, While looking at my feet at a crack in the sidewalk, an old tin can by the side of the road. I nearly missed a rainbow. I nearly missed a sunset. I nearly missed a shooting star going by. Now, when I was little, I didn't understand the message. And I remember asking my mom and she said that if you didn't pay attention, you could miss something. And and so you have to pay attention. But as an adult, I've come to realize that it's a bit more nuanced. And I think of it as addressing our distractions. It, it, It talks about what happens to us when we're too busy and in the world as we've known it, I think we've missed entirely too many rainbows i cringe to think about how many times i've been distracted by work or television or something less important when my son wanted my attention and i remember him even saying to me mommy mommy listen to me and don't look at your phone listen to me i can recall my husband being upset at me because he wanted me to watch a movie with him and i was trying to multitask and him saying you know i was being rude and i'm thinking like what's the big deal but 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 it is rude. If, if if someone wants you to do something with them, you should be giving them your full and undivided attention. And so in that, I think that we have missed too many rainbows. My world, like many of you, has been turned upside down. my My husband's business has has retracted. You know, My son, my six year old son and my 12 year old stepson are at home every day. And if you have boys, you know what that sounds like to have two boys at home all day. Thump, 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 thump. That's all I hear. I have to balance homeschool with running a business from home while being forced to take on a very new vocation that of short order cook. And I promise you, if I've never seen another grilled cheese, it will be OK with me. Sheltering in place has limited our time to enjoy the outdoors and and so many of us are suffering from cabin fever, but I just want you to think about all the positive things. I want you to think about all the good things. The time to spend the opportunity to spend more time with your children, more time to read, more time to cook instead of eating out, more time at home instead of commuting, more time to exercise, more time to take walks, more time to catch up with friends and, and neighbors on the phone, more time to see rainbows is so important. I think about how many times I've canceled dinners with friends, how many times I've neglected to return phone calls or waited too long to return emails to the point that it's been embarrassing. And, and, and now that we're forced to slow down, I think it's important for us to remember not to miss our rainbows, to take this opportunity to slow down and focus on those things that are important those things that are most important i read the psalm at the beginning of this and 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 i just the 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 psalmist reminds us that we have to bless the lord at all times that his praise should continually be in our mouths i read the words of the psalmist and i'm comforted because it reassures us that in his much as we feel like this is new and novel, that we're not the first to experience a pandemic. We're not the first to have to shelter in place. And we're not the first to be afraid. The psalmist said, I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all of my fears. And for me, that is good news. And and with so much bad news, we could use some good News and so as we go off into our week, as we prepare for the state to open back up, as we continue to homeschool, I just want to remind us not to get so overwhelmed with everything that's in the news and not to forget to take advantage of this time. Don't miss your rainbow. This is uh, Reverend Kimberly Jones, and this is Halo, and I. Wish you all the best. Have a blessed week. And whatever you do, remember to let your light shine.